This podcast contains adult situations, horror themes, and disturbing content, and may not be suitable for all audiences. Enjoy! Welcome, my darling, to episode 16 of the Blood Curve Stories. You're unresponsive today. That simply will not do. We can't harvest you in this state. Bring the revival tools for the subject. There we go. Now, relax. We are getting so much data. Hey, everyone. So, I'm, uh, I'm doing better, I think. We had a really nice dinner for Amelia's birthday. I, I mean it. You know, getting to spend time with them out of the house, away from everything. It's, it's what I've really needed. Of course, they spent a lot of time convincing me to hurry up and wrap this whole thing up. I get it. They they just want some more time with me, like we used to have. So let me truck along with this episode. I had um, a bit of a nightmare last night. It was about everyone on the boat and what I'm afraid of happening to all of them, but in a way it's uh, it's comforting, almost. I think I'm ready for it. They deserve for people to know what happened to them, so I at least owe it to them to make it to the end. You're doing so well. Keep going. So let's keep going. You want to tell me what happened again? He, he said I didn't, I didn't, he didn't, he said he didn't know who I was before the boat. And the... He just dumped you? Just like that? I can't, I can't blame him. I mean... Well, you know who we are. I don't know, like coming to this boat would change that. No, we ain't the Abiyadis here. We're just us, just Barry and Darla. You're just my brother. And that bastard is really fucked up now. What do you mean, Darla? Darla, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna fucking kill him. That's what I'm gonna no, do. No, don't you fucking dare. How many times are we gonna do this conversation? We just talked about this. We're not who we used to be anymore. That includes you. No, you're not gonna do nothing. You don't touch him. And tell me why I shouldn't. Because I still fucking love him. And that's why I'm not letting him get away with this. I'm learning to tolerate disrespect, but I won't tolerate anybody hurting you. He broke your heart, and I won't allow it. You can't just kill people because they hurt me. Yes, I can. I'll kill him just like I, I killed Pops. <gasps> what did you just say? What did you do? We, I mean, we was kids. What, what was I supposed to do? Not kill Pops! What the fuck possessed you? He taught us how to do it! Or did you forget that? He taught us how to kill, how to do it easy, how not to do and feel anything. And every day, every fucking day, I had to watch him take the belt to you when you weren't good enough and tore me up inside. I couldn't bear it. For fuck's sake, Barry, we were 16! That bastard didn't deserve to live! I didn't need you to protect me. No, but I didn't anyway, because you're my fucking brother. If no one else in this world's gonna protect you, I gotta. What about Ma, huh? What does she have to do with any of this? Ma, I didn't do anything to her. It was, it was an accident. After Pop, she, she said she couldn't handle anything anymore. Oh, 
job. She told me was to take care of you. I had no idea what she was gonna do. I thought she was just gonna run away. Jesus Christ. Hold this. It's all because of you. Our parents are dead because of you. Get the fuck out of here. Barry, Barry, don't. Get out. You're not my sister. Barry, Get out Barry, of here. Please. Okay, now I know I've gone back and forth about them, but my heart's broken for them. I, I, I can't say I don't disagree with what Darla did. I probably would have done the same for Chris or Amelia. And Barry, again, I can't say I wouldn't have reacted the same way. This Malsif is pulling all the worst and darkest moments out in front of them. Is this, like, fun for him? It's sick. Do we just amuse him or something? <sighs> okay, I need to move on. How about Josie? Oh, Dr. Wiseman. I'm trying my best. I really am. I put everything I had into that show. I tried to give everyone a reprieve from the horrors and depressing things. And yet, that Miss Bedivere and that farmer, Mr. Moretti... I've never had someone die during a show before. My whole job is to make others feel happy, even putting aside my own feelings. But this time, I'm finding it harder and harder to pull myself together. I know it may sound silly, that this is my breaking point, that perhaps this has been building for a long time. Maybe it's stupid of me to think that something like music could make everyone forget these terrible things. That... that I could cure some... such complicated problems so simply. I really tried, you know? Maybe tonight I should just stay in. I'm sure one of my understudies would love getting to do a Friday night show. I'll tell Michael. Josie. Josie, music does help. It can help so much. See, I've been listening to a lot of anonymous stars lately to get through this whole thesis thing. I mean, hell, Hard to Let You has been on perpetual repeat for me. This mousef needs to leave her the fuck alone! <laughs> Who am I kidding? He won't. I never will. Yeah. Hey, why don't we check on Mary? She's at least been doing better. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to us. Oh, I'm so afraid shh, of this. Shh, shh, it's, it's okay. It's okay, I promise. But I want to go to shows with you I, and eat dinner with you and all these things that we can't do in public and it just, it just feels... You feel like you're asking me to stay in the shadows, but Mary... Mary, listen to me. We can't do all those things publicly. I know that. I've always known that. I've been like this for as long as I can remember. I'm used to being like this. I don't expect anything, and any moment I have with you is perfect. You deserve so much more. And so do you, but the world isn't really the best for that right now. 
I know this, and I'm okay with it. I wish it could be different. Me too. But, to me, waking up beside you makes all my patience through the day possible. Are you sure? Positive. Come here. I want to hold you. Okay. Oh, I've got an idea! So, there's this group of mistress girls. I know them fairly well, and Lindy has this trunk full of costumes. There's wigs and makeup, outfits, and everything. The workers are having this big potluck dinner in a couple of days. Let's get you an outfit with Lindy, and you can be my date. Are you sure that's wise? None of the workers know who you are. Not well enough, at least. And in a costume, you can completely relax. What do you say? I'm willing to try. That is all I could ever ask. I love you. I love you too. Well, there's that at least. I mean, that's happy, right? Is this the closest to happy we can get? Right? It's a win, and I'll take it. I'm so glad Cindy is so supportive of Mary. She needs that more than anything. Okay, I, re- I really need to check in on Dr. Weissman now. I'm very worried about him. Let the old fool suffer. You shut up! Wait. God damn it, it's the voice! I can't get it out of my head! I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sure I sound insane talking to nothing. Let's just... Let me move on. This is really getting to me, so I'm just going to play a Dr. Weissman and Dr. Johnson while I take a quick break to breathe or something. This is both a personal and professional tape. I have chosen to resign from my position as the ship's psychiatrist. This was met with some complaints from the captain who feels it's absolutely vital I continue my work. I simply feel I can no longer be effective or keep my emotions out of my work. I felt this level of contact with my patients, these tapes of their innermost thoughts, that this could be a lot more enlightening. Unfortunately, I have made a terrible mistake. I regret beginning this study. I do not regret my patients. They are all good people, and they have tried very hard to live their best lives. And those lives I couldn't do anything. And I feel that my work has potentially made this a worse experience for them. So I feel that I need to walk away from this. I will continue my personal tapes as I work through these feelings of mine. Yes, yes, I've got it turned on. 
Why are you so insistent, Mr. Wilkerson? Because you're, you're, the tape thing is for documenting everything, right? I mean, meaning it's, 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 it's on record for other people, right? Yes, at least I imagine so. I'm doing these for a psychological study, but I will also be keeping copies for my medical records. Okay, because I, 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 I just can't do this anymore. All the people from that massacre, the guy that did it, and now the pair from the farm, and it's all the same thing. Missing hearts. This, this is insane. This isn't natural. Well, what are you suggesting? Look, I, I know you think I'm crazy, but you've seen all of this. It's, it's a monster. I know it is, and what kind of monster, I don't know, but it absolutely is a monster. There is no other explanation for this. And I know what the captain said, and no one is listening to me, and people need to know what's going on. I see why you think that's the best plan, but I do agree with the captain. There will be mass panic if you do that. And that's just going to make it terrible around here. I don't give a shit. This is bad, really bad, and people need to know. I'm, I'm going to go to the dinner show, and I'm going to tell everyone the truth. I have to. <laughs> I can't have you ruining my fun now, can I? My God. <laughs> there, there, see? I was right. I have to warn everyone. I have to go. <gasps> you aren't going to warn anybody. There's still so much more fun left for me to have. This, this is a hallucination. I, I haven't been sleeping well. I, I really shouldn't be eating so close to falling asleep. This has to be some sort of nightmare. Oh, but it isn't. You really should have listened to your friend here. Maybe you could have escaped, but it's far too late now. See? Nice and clean. Just like he said. And you didn't believe him. A medical man who can't believe what's right in front of him. Perhaps you'll believe this. who really believed anything in that stupid crew and the captain. Well, the captain's got to do something now. This can't be happening this way. People can't want to be this ignorant. Do you truly believe that? Yes! Yes, I do! Wait! Fuck! Doing it again? Just... Okay, I'm going to do one more tape. And then I'm going to, like... I don't know, go hiking with Chris and Amelia or something. Maybe some time out in nature will clear my mind about all of this. Fuck, okay. Let's check on Penny. Oh, she was still recovering last we knew. How are you feeling? It looked like you got quite a dizzy there, ma'am. Would you like some ice water? I'm fine. I'm just so glad to be out of that stupid medical room. Oh, I'm sure I wouldn't be able to stand it being cooped up in there either. Uh, still, though, it's a shame about your friend. What do you mean? The woman I always see you sitting with. I think I heard her name was Edith. She passed away recently. She did what? Uh, oh, oh, my goodness, I thought you knew. I just told you I've been cooped up in that damn room. 
what happened to her? All anyone said is that she just had a heart attack. That old Betty was so busy fussing over me, she just didn't even take care of herself. I'm so sorry you had to hear it from me. It's fine. You didn't know any better. Still, though, she was my best friend. Damn near family. She would always annoy the piss out of me just by being a busybody or all in my personal business. But she was a saint of a woman. To be honest, I'm glad she came out here. I don't know how I could have gotten by without her. Tell me, did they give her a good service? I, I don't really know. I'm, I'm sorry, there have been a few other incidents lately and apparently a stowaway went on a rampage below deck. I think they're just trying to keep everything quiet now. I'm honestly relieved our friends didn't come. You knew more people that wanted to come? Oh yes, our friends Charles and Diane Rutherford from upstate. Their son is a friend of our son, Jack's, and we, so we thought it would be nice if they came along. But Charles' father, Mr. Marshall, just wasn't going to allow it. Said this boat wasn't a good idea. I guess maybe he was right. Your friend? His father's name is Marshall Rutherford? Oh yes, do you know him? They've been friends of the family for years and Charles and I went to grade school together. Marshall? Marshall Rutherford is my husband. My husband who chose not to join me on the boat. Oh, 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 God. I, I am so sorry. Would you excuse me, please? Oh, no, Penny. No, 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 no. Max, come on. It's dinner time. Finish that up later. I'm finishing it now. Can you please... Just let me work on this for once without you guys breathing down my neck. Can I not be left alone for one night? Jeez, I'm so sorry, alright? No need to get rude about it. If you would just- I said, leave me alone! Blood Crow Stories is produced by Ellie Collins and Scott Moore. Season 1, The SS Utopia is written by Ellie Collins. Sound production by Scott Moore. Dr. Wiseman is played by David Benedict. Max is played by Evan Ivey. Tommy Washburn is Judson Ragsdale. Mary Washburn is Laura Hauser. Aidan Manis is Joe Ravenson. Nora is Emily Thomas. Penny Rutherford is Angel Ash. Leo Moretti is Charlie Close. Fiona Bedivere is Amanda Van Heil. Mel Seth is Eric Ravenscraft. Additional voices provided by... Zachary Vaudo, Eric Green, Javakas Green, Audrey Statler, Lindsay Van Pelt, Leif Ballard, Arun Matthew, Daniel Van Heil, and Gray Lynn. Subscribe on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice and follow us on Twitter at TBCS Podcast, Instagram at The Blood Crow Stories, and Facebook at facebook.com backslash The Blood Crow Stories. Find us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash the blood crow stories to become a patron and receive behind the scenes access bonus episodes and monthly chats with cast and crew